0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast, this is J-Train, Jared Creek coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode, let me say it again, thank you. Thank you for listening, thank you for telling a friend, thank you, thank you, thank you, that's how this whole thing works. You listen to the pod, you enjoy the pod, you post it on Instagram, you tag a friend on my Instagram post, you tweet about it, you Facebook about it, you tell your mom she Facebooks about it and she comments on every single Facebook post that someone posts. Let people know about this great show. I got to make that shirt. Let people know about this great show. See, it rhymes. It makes sense. Let people know. Let people know you're in your life, your mama, your papa, your friends, Anyone with ears, we'll take them. We'll take the earless community too. We're open to anybody. So listen, we just want you to tell a friend, and I'm doing a Patreon, three extra podcasts a week, five dollars a month. That is a uh in this in this in this internet game, that's a deal, people. So five dollars, three extra podcasts a week. That's 12 podcasts a month out of thin air just popped into your lap so patreon.com slash Jared Freed patreon.com slash Jared Freed and keep sending your emails at jtrainpodcast.jima.com we have shows I'm in Boston this weekend sold out that's right people no more tickets left Dallas um, I'm coming to you I'm coming to Perrysburg, Ohio Buffalo, New York New Brunswick, New Jersey jaredfreed.com 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 okay those are our announcements we're through it don't worry um, hold on, let me remind you. Tell a friend. Okay, fine. We're done with it. Okay, very excited for today's guest. Um, I, I she, she's fantastic. She's the author of the book How to Not Die Alone. Logan Yuri, thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really amped after that intro. And honestly, if Jared Fried says you want to hang out and he happens to record it, I'm all here for it.
0: <laughs> You're in. You, you listen. You've been a guest on you up podcast and. A fantastic guest. But I hadn't had you in this venue. This is great. I'm thrilled. You, you're in the J Train podcast. It's a little <laughs> bit. It, we're going to get to emails. I, I'm just so excited to have you answer these emails. Can you uh, to, the, to the listeners that don't know? I want you to explain your background and be, I, I trust you. I, I, I come to you for advice sometimes. So I, I, I want people to be able to enjoy your advice as well.
1: Oh, I just feel so happy and comfortable to be here and I'm I like our burgeoning friendship. Yeah, who am I? I work as a dating coach, so that means I work directly with people one-on-one about their dating problems. Last night, I did this whole profile refresh for a friend. And it's funny, the smartest people can have the worst profile. So anyway, mm. helping people just put themselves out there in the best way. I work at Hinge. I'm the director of relationship science, which is a really fancy way of saying I do research and I work as a spokesperson for Hinge. And yeah, I just my backgrounds in psychology. I love talking about dating. I love thinking about dating, especially from the psychological perspective.
0: And you're a behavioral psychologist, right?
1: Behavioral scientist, yeah. Whatever you behavioral want to call me, yeah. behavioral scientist.
0: I mean, I mean, but that behavioral scientists. I feel like we might have talked about this on the podcast when you first came on. Like, I feel like they get riled up in, you know, sometimes they. they I I hope I'm not speaking tell me when I'm wrong but it feels like the behavioral scientists of the world get like kind of bogged down in emotional responses to their very kind of statistical and you know scientific you know uh, breakdowns you know like it it, it, you piss people off is, is what I your profession seems to make people angry sometimes
1: yeah, I think that's true. Although how I think about it in my mind is there's economists out there who are just like, this is how things work, like supply mm-hmm. and demand. People are rational. People make decisions like this. And then actually behavioral economists or behavioral scientists come in there and they're like, wait, you're forgetting the emotional piece. So mm. actually behavioral scientists are the ones being like, sure, if we saw how many calories there were at Dunkin' Donuts, that should help us eat less calories. But by the time you're in a Dunkin' Donuts, you want a donut. so. You you are going to eat the donut and their whole thing is that calorie counts don't work because it's too late instead how do we get you to fill up at sweet greens before you even go to dunkin donuts that's a behavioral scientist
0: well i guess then the 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 revision i would make is that people don't like hearing why they make emotional decisions
1: oh yeah 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 that's (laughs) totally fair no it's true it's true but i think it kind of frees you because if you're like Oh, it's not my fault. Like, I think the world is telling you, like, Jared, you should have more willpower. You should be Mm -hmm. more disciplined. Like, any decision that you make, that you don't make well is your fault. And if we actually say you're making decisions because of the environment, like, you just saw an ad for a delicious Coca-Cola, so you're Mm -hmm. gonna go get that Coke instead of a bottle of water, like, I think it helps people understand that it's not just do I have willpower or not. It's that the environment that you're making decisions in is affecting those decisions. And so that's why I think it kind of helps people understand it's not all their fault. I,
0: I, I, I love that explanation. And, and you made me think I'm, I'm working on this bit on uh, for stand-up about how Rob Lowe is the spokesperson for the Atkins diet food line. <laughs> and how angry that makes me because it's like I know it, it's almost like I became like I re, I've risen out of my emotional body and yeah. I know what they're doing. Ro, yeah. They're like, Rob Lowe's hot. Mm-hmm. You want to look like Rob Lowe. We're going to put him on there with some Atkins cookies so that fat Jared can sit there and be like, well, I'll look like Rob Lowe if I just buy the Atkins cookies. And that I get angry because I'm like, I'm seeing the behavioral psychology that they're trying to pull on me
1: mm-hmm. no it's true i mean one of my favorite jokes from parks and rec is when they talk about how hot rob Lowe is and they're like he's like yes i have the resting heart rate of a 103 year old tortoise <laughs> 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 and it's yeah, true that, i, I mean he just is is, he has good genes right he's just really hot he has good genes he probably eats really healthy but i wonder if he even eats atkins like I don't know. I feel like his whole. Sh- I, wanna, I don't really know about his diet, but yeah. I wonder
0: if he's ever had a craving for a carb. Like, why <laughs> is he? Like, sh- I mean, like, yeah. I, like if Roblo has ever had to lose ten pounds, then he has another problem, like a separate issue. Like, it's like yeah. so. I, I, I get. In, I could go on and on about Roblo and the and yeah. the Atkins diet for days, but I wanted to get into you. So you do dating coaching. You do relationship coaching or dating coaching. What would you call it?
1: I would call it dating almost everyone I work with is single and looking to find someone. I feel like sometimes people think relationship coaching just like sounds a little less cheesy. I don't feel Mm. that precious about it. I call it dating coaching.
0: So if you go to Logan's website right now and it's LoganUrie.com, log a-N-U-R-Y, and it's going to be all over my Instagram. It'll be all over my uh, the description of this episode, com. You have a test, a quiz people can take um, call, uh, that can figure out your dating tendencies. Explain the quiz, why it's important to know your dating and tendencies, what is this all about? How will this help people? Because I know everyone's going to listen to this and run straight to your web- website and do it right now.
1: <laughs> First of all, who doesn't love a good quiz? Sure. But- Yeah, in working with a bunch of different people from different backgrounds, I was like, all right, people in some ways aren't that complicated and they seem to have the same things holding them back. So this Mm. quiz is like, let's break down what's holding people back. There's these three types. There's the maximizer, the romanticizer, and the hesitator. The romanticizer is that person who's like, I just want the cute How We Met story. I wanna find my soulmate. I love love. They're very into the romantic narrative. The The maximizer. The Cinderella tale. swept me off my feet the reach for the same avocado at the same time like it's all about it's like cinematic to them
0: let me speak to that person yeah. first of all because it's interesting like I let me just say that story mm-hmm. can always be written yeah. you know and you notice it like when I ask someone like oh how did you guys meet the guys like hinge and then the woman's like, well, I knew his cousin. And the cousin did mention that her older cousin is a great guy. And three years later, I'm on Hinge. We match. And then I realized that's the cousin. Like, they, this, you could make it. That makes me it. really happy. It makes me well, so
1: happy. Because, I mean, you're a comedian. This is what you do. You make stories out of observations but like i actually think that's a really profound thought which is like stop trying to have this like cinderella fairy tale narrative just meet however you meet and then you can turn it into a great story everything can be a great story
0: go everything can be a right and i've watched women make every story a great story (laughs) go read the how we met section of the wedding website Just go read it. Everyone has written a bullshit Mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. will find your bullshit story. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is to ease the romanticizer's mind. You'll have a story. So, like, let's just... Let's get there first. You
1: know, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, one of my best friends, she met her husband. He was the second date she went on on a Valentine's Day, her sophomore year of college. And they have I been mean, together for 15 years. She was the second guy. He was the second guy she dated that night. And they're like, it just doesn't marry, matter. It
0: well, it will, it's so funny. Like, that story could be told as a horror story. Mm-hmm. And it could also be told as the most romantic thing you've ever heard. She's told yes. it at the wedding under, like... It is, that, that story is one kind of sentence away from being an angry story. And I went on the set, I was the second date yeah. of her night, you know, or it's the wedding and she decided she's gonna do one more date, take one more <laughs> shot at love. And it's like, it's it, it, we can right. find a story.
1: I think that's very empowering. I also just did the math recently. Let's say you're going to be with someone for 50 years. Mm. The day you meet, the how we met is 0.0052% of your total relationship. And so why are you obsessing over 0.0052% of anything?
0: This is why I'm such a Logan Yuri fan. You always <laughs> Thank you fig you you make an emotional thing very practical did you just do the math just now no 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 okay. no no oh recently
1: i was no recently i was just like what is this obsession with we met mm. those it's one day out of 50 years it's so small like think about how many days you've lived and how many of them you actually remember like it just doesn't matter like focus on the years you're going to be together focus on what you build like who cares how you met like let's normalize every sort of how we met being a story.
0: Totally, So and, and also normalize that your friend's story was written after it happened, not as oh, it was happening. Oh my
1: gosh, I'm not gonna you know? call it out, but a, a very close person in my life uh, was featured in the New York Times Wedding Vows, and they definitely oh met on Hinge, and they definitely said that they met elsewhere, and it's just one of those things, it's like, it's 2021, like meeting on Hinge is great, meeting on a dating app is great, like what are you, what is the stigma?
0: I knew her cousin in nursery school and we knew each other. Okay. So there's the romanticizer yeah, 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 yeah. and then what yeah. the other two?
1: Yeah. The next one is a really big one. The maximizer. This is the person who's, they're just always thinking that the next best person is around the corner. And so in mm. their head, it's like, okay, I would take my ex-girlfriend's family Um, a different girl's face, a different girl's body, this girl's ambition, (laughs) this girl's sense of humor, and my perfect girl is this, and they feel like they can always find someone better, and they're like, all right, the person I'm with, pretty good, but I could be with someone, you know, 10% hotter, whatever it is, and so they're always looking for the next best thing, and this is the way we are with a lot of things in life, and it just doesn't make people happy. And now the
0: maximizer, you you said ten percent hotter. Is it is it normally about looks or is it like it, I because no. I would I would think it's normally about like the family stuff, the 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 connection stuff. You know because it, I think it's easy for people to look at it and go. Well, they're just looking for someone hotter. And I, I, mm-hmm. I would say a lot of breakups don't happen for that reason at all. You yeah, know?
1: I think you're right. Thank you for calling that out. Like, honestly, I do these sort of breakup consulting calls where somebody calls me and is like, my girlfriend wants me to propose. I want to want to be ready, but I don't feel ready. And maybe this is just the type of person that I attract like my more scientific vibe, but a lot of these guys are like, I just wish she would push me harder or like, Mm. I want to live a big life and she's kind of happy being like a wife and a mom and like, I wish that when we went trail running, she was, you know, faster than me and pushing me or I wish she wanted to talk more about conceptual ideas. It's not honestly about looks or like- yeah, Sorry to sure, interrupt, but sure. t-
0: for those for those listening, you can tell Logan's on the West Coast okay. be- and, and, and because she just referenced trail running.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> is I think...
0: A West no, Coast it's so thing. true.
1: I don't think you guys have this in New York, but honestly, like the biggest cliche in San Francisco dating is that the guy like uh, is really into cycling, really into rock climbing, is an engineer at a tech company... Yeah, and probably does trail running, and like it's yeah. just like such a cliche. Well,
0: the the quote we heard when we were in San Francisco doing the live you up was the the chances are good, but the uh, chances are oh. odd. It was, what yeah, is yeah,
1: that? the odds are good, but the goods are odd.
0: Yeah, that's the San Francisco oh, yeah. dudes. The yeah. the odds are there's a lot of dudes in San yeah, Francisco, yeah, yeah. but they're gonna be a little bit quirky, a little bit odd.
1: I totally agree. Yeah, I feel like my whole that's my whole world. That's like definitely where I live. And so yeah, so like, the maximizer is something I've seen from lots of people from all over. It doesn't always sound like what I just described, which would be like a guy talking about a woman being different. Plenty of people are like this around the world. And it's basically this conception of I only just have to look a little bit more. The perfect person mm-hmm. is waiting around the corner. And whatever perfect means to you, whether it's fits in better with your family or has a more impressive job or just, you know, you feel like your conversations are X percent more interesting, whatever it is, there's this feeling of like, I can't commit to what's in front of me because I don't know what else is out there. And this is a huge thing that I talk about all the time because this affects everything in life. Like if you're always looking for a house but you never buy a house because um, you're like, well, could I find something better? It's like at a certain point you have to say, these are the things that matter to me. I found someone who has those things. I'm gonna make it work with them as opposed to the perfect thing is just around the corner.
0: That's got to be a very millennial thing too. That feels like it's very much our generation of like tapas platters Definitely. And, you know we don't you know we don't work at the same company. We're not sitting at GE for yeah. 50 years, you know. <laughs> like I feel like you're
1: always posting about charcuterie, but it's true. It, well, the, i mean
0: the, sh- <laughs> we're the charcuterie generation
1: charcuterie generation i know that,
0: it, 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 it's uh, i think it's also that our generation is the most self-conscious generation we didn't start yeah. with the we're always kind I, I i i've been kind of like working this out this thought yeah, let's out let's talk about it but it's like we we like gen z They've been on camera their whole life. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been taped by their parents and posted on Facebook. They have been child stars, so they're kind of used to being a child star. You know, they 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 were, you know, they're like the Drew Barrymore. Like Drew Barrymore is probably mm-hmm. as comfortable mm-hmm. on camera as she is off camera. Mm-hmm. Now, millennials, the camera got shown on us around college. So we're mm-hmm. like the celebrity that got big at 21, and mm-hmm. we really don't know how to handle it. So now we all have had cameras on us from like 22, 23 on, and we hit that fame at a really weird part of life. So we do believe all eyes are on us. So it becomes this thing of like, I can't fail. I can't fail. I can't have a bad job. I can't have a bad relationship. I can't have a bad marriage. So we become, and I'm using your word from before, we become precious with these things. I think that Mm -hmm, exists mm -hmm. a lot for our generation.
1: That's super interesting. I'm going to think about it more, but you know, when... I'm not an expert on Gen Z at all. I feel like most things I know about Gen Z I've learned through Bo Burnham. You okay. I'm sure you've seen eighth grade.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. I'm like the
1: biggest I maybe everyone loves Bo Burnham, but I really love Bo Burnham and I love like what he says just about like you know, I would perform at these shows and these 14-year-old girls would come up to me and be like, everything you're saying about anxiety is exactly how I feel. And that's why in eighth grade, he put the things that he was feeling as a self-conscious, you know, 20-something man into this character of an eighth grade girl. And so I think Gen Mm -hmm. Z has its own stuff going on around always performing, always on, who am I really because who I am is what I project online. But I'm really not an expert on Gen Z. But yes, talking about millennials, one thing that I think we're all obsessed with is Googling or researching our way to the right answer. And so for mm-hmm. me, do you know the website Wirecutter? where you I read- don't. Okay, so it's a it's a product review website, and so okay. it's like they're like, okay, you're ready to buy a pen. We have spent over ten thousand hours writing with different pens. This is the world's number one pen for all of these reasons, and like now I can't make a purchase without going to Wire Cutter because I'm like, it's I just so, need to know the perfect pen, and I'm so, so obsessed with it, right? And like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm I'm just no, rambling. but no, but no, uh, uh,
0: not to interrupt you, but uh, yeah, yeah. the pen, the pen thing, <laughs> like I, I, I. Find found a list of the top 100 pens
1: (laughs) no way why why were you looking for that i
0: i I think my brother sent it to me because i i just i i use pen like a (laughs) look at i have a paper oh my god you're like
1: my dad yeah i'm
0: I'm a pat i'm a legal pad and pen type of guy because that's how i remember jokes i can't remember a joke i've typed i have to write it so i um so my brother sent me a list somehow he found a list of top 100 pens and every pen <laughs> took you to their Amazon yes, that you could yes, purchase yes. it because they
1: get paid through affiliate links yeah
0: Totally so I go to the top 10 and I found like the number 4 pen was the kind of the the point on the graph was like price and pen <laughs> And now that's the pen. I have like hundreds of them and I I have have it right in front of me. I'm showing it to you on camera. This was like the number four pen on this list. It's a Schneider Slider Memo (laughs) XB if anyone wants to get it. Um, but it's, uh, okay. So I, I'm no, okay. sorry to interrupt on that.
1: Anyway, I'm glad that my pen thing that I said on the top of my head resonated, but it's so true. And even I was at a festival this last weekend and this guy was there who I didn't think that highly of. And then I saw his cooler and I was like, wow, that's the number one cooler on wire cutter. I also <laughs> have that cooler. And I liked him so much more.
0: This guy gets it, it.
1: Yeah. This guy gets it. And so it's like, okay, we just call it, uh, we say we're the charcuterie generation, but let's say we're the like google generation or wire cutter mm-hmm, generation mm-hmm. and so there's this conception i can research my way to the perfect answer and so then you apply that to dating and it's like oh okay i've been dating for 12 years and i figured out exactly what i like now i just need to locate that person and there's this mm-hmm. false sense of confidence that once you figure out all the dimensions right all the specs right like you were talked about the pen being the perfect price and whatever the other specs were. But anyway, and that's a false premise for dating because there is mm-hmm. no Frankenstein person where you just put together the five best things from your ex and they suddenly exist. It's really about you and another person coming together and building this unique thing that has never existed before. You can't break a person down into specs.
0: Yeah. And and, and so, so there, there's romanticizer, maximizer. And what's the third one?
1: Yeah. The third one is the hesitator. And this has been really big during the pandemic. And this is essentially the person that's just not dating. So if you're listening mm. to this and you wonder which one you are, you might be a mixture of all three. But if you're not dating right now, your predominant tendency is that you're a hesitator.
0: And and so if you go to loganurrie.com slash quiz, you can take the test to find out where you are. And when you find out where you are, how does that help someone?
1: Yeah. So in my book, I go into a lot of different things around what to do if you're each type. So it's basically, why are you this type? What to do about it? What to do if you're dating this type? And it's basically Mm -hmm. just a framework. So the first thing is, all right, you have more information about yourself. You have a plan for overcoming it. And you can also use it as a word to tell your friends like, okay, Jared, I'm a hesitator, I'm not dating, I need to get back out there. In three weeks, I'm gonna start dating, hold me to it. It's all about taking concrete steps to overcome your tendency.
0: I love this, and I think everyone listening is gonna love it. And. If they don't already have your book, they got to go buy it now. How to Not Die Alone. How to Not Die Alone. You can buy it anywhere books are sold. Amazon, all those great places. loganurray.com. That's where you can take the quiz right now. So pause it. Go to LoganUri.com, Take the quiz. Find out your dating tendency. Then you buy the book and you figure yourself out and you find the love of your life. That's the romanticizer way to, 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 to build that up. So at loganurray on Instagram, are you ready to answer some emails?
1: I was born ready.
0: Let's do it. How important is texting grammar Jay train an esteemed guest I recently climbed aboard a few months ago a couple friends and I were supposed to see Michelle Wolf at Zanies in Nashville and we were given free tickets to your show when she had to cancel. I wasn't familiar with their stuff at the time however, I'm also Jewish and enjoy tickets for free uh, you absolutely <laughs> crushed <laughs> really enjoy your dating advice expertise Well thank you my question is this what are your thoughts? When you're texting a girl and she has noticeably poor grammar, for example, multiple misspellings, wrong form of there, there, there. I'm certainly no English major myself, so I don't expect perfection. But is this something you might consider being a deal breaker? Do you correct them? Totally unrelated, but I think Shelby, who is our producer, looks like Nick Birch from Big Mouth. That's funny. Okay, so what do we think, um, Logan? What do you think about this grammar thing? This is a, this is kind of an overarching subject that comes a lot. I, 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 what do you feel your feelings yeah. on this, and what type of person does this?
1: Yeah, let me tell you my gut reaction. But I'm honestly very happy to, to be to differ uh, to, to differ in your answer, and I'm happy to be told that I'm wrong. So, I think that people use grammar as a proxy for class and for education and i think that this is actually like a pretty hot topic right now in terms of you know the cultural conversation right it's like why is white english vernacular better than another form of language or like why do we have to care about spelling it y-o-u-r versus you are so i actually think that there's this is like all, this is a hotter topic issue than you might think in terms of the there there and there thing yeah yeah so yeah, I think people use it as a proxy for, are you educated? And so it's like, let's say you are someone who graduated from college or has a graduate degree. You might say, like, I just can't imagine myself with someone who doesn't know the difference between those things. And in the question, he's saying, should I correct them? And so I feel like the bigger thing is, like, how much does this matter? And so if you really care about being with someone who's smart, well, mm. this isn't the only way to see if they're smart. And there's lots of ways to be smart. You could be... Um, Physically intelligent and like have really good body intelligence. You could know a lot about different facts. You could be super artistic. And so if you are the kind of person who cares about what we might call like book smart or school knowledge, yeah, this is a proxy for that. But maybe that matters less than you think it does.
0: Well, you know, everyone's entitled to their own. Everyone's judging. Let's start with that. Yeah. Okay, like, great. Th- the idea that nobody's judging. We're all judging we're judging the minute you walk in a room you're judging everything that's going on so let's admit to our own humanity sure. if you're sitting there and i also think there's a difference between like i think what you said is so right like are you sitting here to like work with them like mm-hmm. like if you're not like if you're not looking if 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 you're looking to date them and mm-hmm. this thing doesn't matter as much as the other things matter to you to want to, to make you want to date them. Maybe this is something you don't bring up. Maybe this is a part of who they are. And that's the reason one of the quirks that makes you like them. There's a difference between, you know, this being your languaging and making a mistake once in a while.
1: Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like what you're saying is like
0: the vernacular the you Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm, if if mm -hmm. you're writing you are every time and you're turned off by that that's okay to be turned off by that but don't don't try and teach someone who you're turned off by like i i would say to this guy like like and like if you like correcting someone like you're correcting someone you met on a dating app like it's just not the match to me like if that's what you're hung up on then you're you're hung up on the you're wasting your own time i think
1: i honestly feel like there's so much to this question it makes me think of all these different stories like i know people whose boyfriends and then husbands were like you know i know that your family couldn't afford braces when you were little but like Mm -hmm. people really care about smiles and why don't you get invisalign and like i know Mm -hmm. a bunch of adult women who have had invisalign because their partners have suggested that they do so and you know, you might have a gut reaction to that that's like, oh, that's really judgmental, but maybe that person's like, hey, this is like part of the way that the world is superficial. You can afford this. I'll support you in getting it. Like, do you wanna do that? So there's stuff about teeth. There's stuff about accent. There's stuff about Mm. people misusing words. I think there's a lot of ego involved in like, who is this partner who's representing me? And I think that's what's going on with this person. They're like, do I want to be with the kind of person who doesn't know the difference between your, your, and your, or sorry, Mm. your, and your, and there, and there, and there, Uh, what's what all these theirs. it's like
0: yeah who's to say they don't know the difference you know what i mean like that's that's the other thing like i sometimes like like you're just trying like i get corrected all the time it enrages me like Mm -hmm. like because in my mind like it it makes me angry because the and and this is why i don't think this person should be correcting people that they don't because these people when they correct me they don't care about me you know, like, like th- this is why it makes me. Wait, mad. What's an
1: example of someone correcting you like uh, like social so media I'll, post? I'll
0: post like I'll post a joke or I'll post yeah. like like I do answer question boxes on my sure. Instagram and I'll, I'll write jokes on there and someone will respond. Like if I mess up a your. OK, uh-huh. they read the whole thing and then they cur- they come back to me with y o u Apostrophe R.E. With like the little star next to it. To me, that wasn't my purpose my purpose like if 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 you didn't get yeah. it yeah, if you yeah, didn't yeah. understand what i, I really was writing
1: that.
0: you know what i mean like like, yeah. if, like if the yeah. your threw you off yes. so much your yeah. response should be i'm sorry i didn't understand what you wrote but you're really just looking to let me know you know more than me oh, yeah. and it's I, and it's I not love like they saying. come yeah because it's not like they come back 2 weeks mm-hmm. later with a big grammar exam You know, like if they care about me, they'd be like, hey, just want to check in. Um, Let's I have an exam for you to take on the conjugation of your. And then I would go, wow, you really do care about me. Yeah. But they're really like if they cared about me, they would care about the thing I was saying and not to make the small correction. And I think this relates to this guy because it's like if you're caught up on this, you don't care about these people. And that's okay to admit that's just the truth.
1: I love what you're saying because I could almost imagine a scenario where it's like you write this whole long thing from your heart. You're mm-hmm. giving advice. You really care. And then the person writes back asterisk you Apache And it's like, if what you got from what I just shared was that I made a mistake around the word your and your, like, you don't get it. Like, yes. is that your frame on the world that you are a grammarian who's just going through the world, correcting people? It's like, maybe you're really well-educated and you notice that Good for you. Like, yeah. congrats to the people who taught you. But if that's the message you're taking away, and if the one addition you want to make to the world is doing that, like, you need to change your perspective.
0: And what you said is you don't get it. And I I do this all the time. I block people every single day. I have a quick okay. block, block finger. <laughs> because, you, and, and I say this all the time. What you said is what I say. I, I say, you don't get it, and mm-hmm. you're never gonna get it. Yeah. And I'm never Never going to get you to do it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get get it. it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Going to block you off of my Instagram. Going to block you. I'll never see you. Never see you. Never, (laughs) never never to see you. And you're gone forever, gone forever, gone forever. Because they're not going to buy a ticket. They're not going to subscribe to the podcast. Like you can't. These people can't be formed into what you need them to be. And it's like. It's okay. We need to go our separate ways. But I, I, I have this happen with the live mm-hmm. stream when I yell at The Bachelor mm-hmm. and I do little captions on my mm-hmm. thing. They'll correct me on the spelling of someone's name. Blocked. Goodbye gone
1: it's so silly it's like if you are a person honestly if you're a person listening and you have the urge to do that i want you to think about why is it that you feel like you need to be better than someone is it that you feel that that person is so wrong that this needs to be corrected like what do they think you're going to do repost that clip with the name spelled correctly because honestly there is a deeper message here which is if everyone is so afraid of not being perfect, no one's gonna produce. Part of what you and I both do, right? We're putting produce. content into the world, is we're putting out a lot of our first drafts. Mm-hmm. You're What you're seeing from us is a first draft. You're not seeing the book that I spent two years writing and a year editing that 20 different people looked at. You're seeing first drafts. And if we teach the world, your first draft isn't good enough, no one's gonna put anything out there. And so yep. we need to be comfortable in a world where people can express first drafts.
0: You speaking, you're speaking to my soul. I, my motto in life is we write to edit. You know, I love that. You, you write to edit. Like, and I remember I would tell my brother, when my brother and I lived together, I would tell him like a, like a premise for a joke. And he'd be like, and when he was in a bad mood, he'd be like, that's stupid, it's stupid. And I was yeah. like, no, we write to edit. Yeah. Why is it stupid? What's the next thing? What is mm-hmm. the, what's, mm-hmm. what, what's the mm-hmm. evolution of this? The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. It's 2021, and the future of toileting is here. I love my tushy. No, not my own butt. I love my Hello Tushy. Yeah, that's right. It's a modern bidet, and it's a win, win, win. It's gonna save you money. It's gonna make your bathroom experience luxurious, and you're gonna help save the planet. What's better than that? What else in your life is a triple win? Get the all know the all-new, All new, Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise precise, precise stream of of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after use with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. And the knobs are antimicrobial. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Look at that, people. It pays for itself in just a few months. That's right. The money you're saving on TP is going to go towards the price of this Hello Tushy, and then you're going to you're, you're, you're gonna be making money here, people. It pays for itself in just a few months with Hello Tushy. You never wipe again. Just spritz with water, dry, and go. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And if you've already got a tush on your pot, you can upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers. I am one of them. I am a happy, happy customer of theirs right now and have a clean butt with every flush. It's just, this is, you, you get it, you use it, and within a week, you say to yourself, I can't believe I ever lived without it. That's that's what I'm telling you right now. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain and get 10, 10, 10% off. This is a special offer just for you. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain and say hello to a clean butt. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Olipop. Pop can you hear that can open right up cracking a can of Olipop is like opening a portal into another universe one where the sun is always shining and you can drink soda whenever you want that's because Olipop is the new soda that's actually good for you other sodas are full of artificial ingredients sugar and corn syrup Olipop is made with natural ingredients a coke has 39 grams of sugar but Olipop's vintage cola only has 2 grams and no added Sugar. All of their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight grams net carbs per can. Listen to these classic flavors. I've had them all. They're delicious. I have favorites. I have I, I have ones that I've had with a little bit of alcohol in them. Great, great mixer. There's classic root beer. Loved it. Loved it like on a Monday night with dinner when you're trying to get healthy. You want a little sweet? love the classic group here. Orange squeeze, good. Cherry vanilla, oh my god. Cherry vanilla is is up there. That was that was that because these are the sodas y- you avoided because you couldn't have them. These are the sodas you go ah, I don't know, I can't really and these are the flavors that you that you would stay away from. You'd say I'll have a DC I, oh, cherry vanilla I don't know too much, too much, too much. no this is perfect. Cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla and classic grape. Great for cocktails. okay. so I took the cherry vanilla. Threw in some vodka in there and, ooh, that is good. It is the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America. You can get it at Whole Foods and Wegmans or do what I do and get it delivered. I always have a case on hand. I have a case. The cherry vanilla is so goddamn good. I am, and Orange Squeeze, great, you know, kind of a different take on the screwdriver for your football games i'm telling you delicious the, and the root beer like you know how long it's been Savannah i had a root beer i've worked out a special deal for my listeners you can get 20 off plus free shipping on your order i recommend trying the variety pack yeah get the variety pack that's the way to go it's a great way to try all their delicious flavors because they're all very very good that cherry vanilla, it's still in my mind. Go to drinkolipop.com slash J-Train or use code J-Train at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash J-Train. Olipop can also be found in over 6,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. JTrain podcast at Jima.com. JTrain podcast at Jima.com. Here with Logan yuri Go to loganyuri.com. Take Take the test. <laughs> Right now, loagunuri.com, How to Not Die Alone. That is the book. Go buy it, go buy it, go buy it. Okay, let's do some screenshot emails. I I sent you a few. We usually do one. Yeah, let me open my email. But since you are here, and I'm such a huge fan, I wanted to do a few. This one's called Jared Send Help. Okay, Okay, I'll start reading it while you pull it up. Jared
1: Jared Send help Cute Okay got it I
0: religiously listen to all your podcasts And Instagram stories Can't uh, This sounds like someone Who doesn't correct my grammar Can't wait to see you in a few weeks Anyways I've come up with this opener On Bumble And it's been a total flop Now I'm just doing it To see how vulgar The next one's going to be
1: (laughs) I like this phrase
0: So my line is And here's the line That she sends If you were an MLB player What would your walkout song be? I'm attaching screenshots of the latest exchange. I think it's a fun question because it can tell a lot about a person by what you can tell a lot about a person by what their hype song is. But I'm striking out, no pun intended. Help a girl out with a with a foolproof pickup line or some ideas on how to pivot away from the sexual conversation right off the bat. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, I'll stop with the puns. LOL. Oh, I didn't even catch the last one right off the bat. Okay. Okay, So let's read the two. uh, She sent uh, an attachment. I'll be him. You be her. So I'll be the disgusting pig that couldn't stop being sexual. (laughs) That's what she says happens. Um, You be her. Go ahead.
1: Okay. If you were an MLB player, what would your walkout song be?
0: Cardi B (laughs) WAP. He's just he's just coming right out with it. Okay,
1: interesting choice.
0: (laughs) Got to be bold these days.
1: Ha 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 ha! Fits right in with the other ones I've gotten actually.
0: Ha ha! What else do you usually get?
1: Hmm. Some notable ones were whistle, the thong song, my humps, candy shop, and now wap. Ha 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 ha!
0: Candy shop, classic. Let you lick the lollipop.
1: (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I think that was great. Yes, just yeah, when I think I've collected the songs with innuendo, there's another. Have you gotten any more creative openers?
0: Yeah, I really suck at them. At least you guys have to go first on this.
1: Did I? Oh. Haha, ha, yeah. And you some oh haha, ha, yeah. And you somehow got out of answering prompts, which makes it even eat which makes it even let me read that one again. Haha, ha, yeah. And you somehow got out of answering prompts, which makes it even harder.
0: I did get out of one for sure. Here's one for you. How is that whop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean how is that whop? I mean, how no, is that? No response. Is, that is no, the end I, of the conversation.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, it is funny that they they were dancing a little too close mm-hmm. to the sun and he mm-hmm. jumped right into that burning ball in, uh, and inferno. So, like, it, this could have gone either I agree. way.
1: I mean, don't you feel like she could have written back LOL? What are you doing this weekend? Like, do you, or do you feel like when he said that, he put it into a territory that was just like, eh, block? See,
0: I, I, I'm with you. I think you can always, like, she, I mean, she did, if she had a problem Mm -hmm. with, listen, I don't want to blame the person writing in, because they're not to be blamed. Like, he goes for WAP and she's like, like, I laugh. Cardi B. WAP is just funny to think that it, like, to me it's funnier because she's like I've been getting sexual answers and then the first the one she sends is just like yeah the the guy's first answer is wet ass pussy. You're just like oh my god yeah. like it is funny. But she does go interesting choice. Got to be mm-hmm. bold. Okay, now you're playing along. You the the beauty of the app is the protection of the app. Yeah. So, you know, you're still you might be having this flirtatious semi semi-sexual conversation But I do agree with you. She can at any point say, well, let's do drinks. But you have to be fully aware of the red flag that has already been risen that this guy has gone sexual sooner than later.
1: Like, okay, let me tell you, I love these questions because I feel like they're such good jumping off points for, like, a bunch of philosophical things. So, I've been looking at so many dating conversations lately. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so boring. Mm. This is so boring. Oh, you're visiting Minnesota? Have you ever been to northern Minnesota before? Like, what like what conversation? Who cares about northern Minnesota? Like these conversations sure. are just so boring. And I'm like, of course you are experiencing burnout. These conversations suck. And like I say to them, I'm like, show me how you text with your friends. And it's like one word answers, jokes. You send a bunch of things. You write um dot dot dot. It's conversational. And we act like initiating dating robot mode. And like who wants yeah. to be in that conversation? So like I like this conversation. Like if you're listening and you were offended by the WAP thing okay, that's not your sense of humor. But like, I like her question. Mm -hmm. I think his answer is funny. And they're talking like friends. They're having a meta conversation. Like, oh, I'm on a dating app. I talk to other people with this question. Like, it's a lot of familiarity that feels Mm -hmm. like two people having a good conversation. It doesn't feel like popcorning these boring questions back and forth. And so she totally could have been like, LOL, let's see if we have as much chemistry in person as we have on this app. What are you doing this weekend? She just could have turned totally. it into a date.
0: She and she could have written, you know, she I, I agree with you. I think your perspective is so right. I actually think and I'm seeing this coming back into the dating world now is that I think maybe 4 years ago this conversation could lead towards that. Mm-hmm. I think people are so, you know, so tired of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of w- and have seen the future of this conversation going badly so they opt out even earlier so like they've seen oh I went out with this guy who brought up WAP in the first minute and then we went on the date and all he talked about was sex so I'll never yeah. go out with that guy who makes the WAP joke again fair
1: point, and, fair and, point.
0: And, and so, which is fair but also it kind of gets you out of the zone of even giving this guy the benefit of the doubt because Like she could have responded, she he says I didn't get. uh, Here's one for you. How is that? Wap? She could go. She could write back a little bit dry now, but let's see if you can make it better over this weekend over drinks. (laughs) You know,
1: I mean, like I just want to respect that if she was like that joke was a no for me, that's fine Like she's allowed to do that But I just feel like what a great dating app conversation looks like is something where people are being present They're talking they're exchanging information. And so like what I the kind of dating app openers. I hate are things like Looks like that's a fun hike. Where do you like to go hiking? It's like, I don't care where you like to go hiking. That's so boring. And everyone who sees that photo looks at it. What I like is when someone's profile says, like, I know the best pizza spot in town. And Mm -hmm. then you say Delfina or bust. And now you're having, like, a little bit of a feisty conversation. There's hot takes. Like, that's why the whole Aziz Ansari thing from um his show about like i'm going to whole foods what can i pick up for you on the way that's why it's so funny because it's like jumping like into the middle of the conversation it's what you say to your friend it's so not the dating app opener and so don't use that it's overused but what's your version of that
0: so so I guess th- th- that's what I'm gonna ask of you. You work with Hinge, mm-hmm. you, what is a, so a good, do you think a good opener, like do you think this is a good opener? Do you think a better opener is jumping in in the middle of the conversation? I'm always the person that gives the mm-hmm. advice, and this advice might be, you know, my my advice might have aged already. My advice was always make it personal about their profile because yeah. that's their art project and we're all narcissists. So you might as well make it about something they made. So what would you say is like yeah. the proper opener? So, and is this a good one?
1: So, yeah, I have a formula for this that I think works pretty well. And I have an image of it that I can send you. But it's basically, hey, insert the person's name. Mm. I noticed something specific on their profile that's not that obvious, Mm -hmm. then say your connection to it and then ask a question about it. So I would say, hey, like, hey, Jared, I noticed that you have a bunch of pictures from Boca Raton. I'm actually Mm -hmm. from Boca Raton. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite bagel place are you, know, you a
0: way beyond person? Or? Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Are, we'll talk about way beyond later. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was basically my hobby in high school. So anyway, yeah, I think that's exactly it. So, hey, person's name, something you noticed about their profile, dot, dot, dot. Not the most obvious thing your connection to it, and then ask a question. And that question gets you into it. And honestly, I don't know if you get this in questions all the time, but so many of my female clients are like, I'm the only one asking questions. And I call the people who don't ask questions, ZQ, zero questions. So if you're listening okay. to this and you're a ZQ, just ask a freaking question. It's not that hard. That's what people also want stop, in a conversation. Also stop talking
0: to that person. Also, the minute <laughs> yeah. you notice it is the minute you're annoyed is Mm -hmm. the minute you're turned off. It's okay to be turned off. You know, right? I, I like So gmail.com so, Oh, um, I didn't want to cut just, you off. I'm sorry. No,
1: no. I was just going to say one more thing, which is like my formula is that I also think rules are made to be broken. If you have a hot take and you want to say it, what's going to make you stand out is that you're going to see more conversational and less formulaic than other mm. people. And so maybe this opener that she gives everyone isn't it. But if you have a hot take on their profile, I think you can just write something like, way beyond bagels or bust. And that could actually launch you into what feels like a great friend conversation and not just a formulaic conversation.
0: Love it. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can finally get ahead. I'm telling you right now, if you're working with debt, you're paying a rent or rate, I'm sorry, if you're paying, if you have a debt, you're paying a rate, and I don't know if Upstart can help you, but it might, and it's worth taking a look. This is an opportunity, and if your rate can go down, and you can now have a new lender with a better rate, What's better than that? That's finding money in your jacket pocket. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online, and also it's online. You're not going to the banker. You're not. You know, this is an easy way to just check in on your own personal finances, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five minute online rate check you can see your rate up front for loans from 1000 to $50,000 see an opportunity you can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day if debt is taking over your life it's time to get a fresh start with upstart Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash JTrain. Don't, conf- don't forget to use my URL to let them know I sent you. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Here's the fine print. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Ritual. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin. I'm telling you right now, I'm a big Ritual user. And the name is my main reason. I love starting my day knowing I'm doing something positive for myself and my health. That's right. I'm doing something positive. It's something to fill in the gaps. Not every day is a leafy green day. That's where ritual comes in. And also, just knowing that the stuff that's going in it and being sure that it's not just some, you know, put together thing. This is this is natural. This is all ingredients you might find, uh, all ingredients that are They have a visible supply chain. This is huge. You should know where these things are coming from. Ritual's great and makes taking vitamins easy. I love it. It's made traceable. You'll always know what you're taking and where the nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. That's just nice to know. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering J Train listeners 10, 10, 10. 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash J Train to start your ritual today. J Train podcast at gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com. We have a, let's do another one. This one's sure. called leave ball in her court or take it back. Mm-hmm.
1: Screenshots
0: attached. It's a dude email. So let's cue the music. Uh, we got to, we have a lot of women that write in. Not a lot of men. Here's a male email. Hey, J Train, listener since Poop Talk. I I met a cool girl named on Saturday night who is a friend of my friend's girlfriend. Okay, loose connection, friend of a friend's girlfriend. Good. I'm 28. She's probably 26. We seem to hit it off all night as we bar hop. Very fun time. We exchange phone numbers. The next morning, I text her to try and make plans to see each other again. Not sure if she's as interested in me and seeing me as I originally thought. See text attached. Okay, so he texts her. I'll be him. You be her. You ready? Great. Good morning, (laughs) This is (laughs) Smiley. Hey.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Want to say it again?
0: (laughs) Good morning, Let me take out the names, uh, and I'll do this in post. Um,
1: Sure.
0: Good morning, blank. This is blank. Smiley face.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Not bad. I didn't want to get out of bed this morning, but feeling good now, ready to watch some football.
1: Fun. Yeah, I think I'm heading to Mellow soon with some friends to watch the games.
0: Nice. Do you want to get dinner with me this week?
1: All right. I travel for work during the week, so I'm gone all this week.
0: Ah, is that every week?
1: Most weeks, yeah. I visit every hospital in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama.
0: Oh, wow. Well, I'll be gone Saturday, but let me know if you're free Sunday or some other time. Yes. Okay. When I asked her to hang out, she said she was busy, but didn't come back with a daytime that worked better for her. This happens sometimes and I'm wondering if I should just leave the ball in the girl's court and just wait Just wait, or if I should check back in a few days uh, like I did with this girl in this, in this text. I sent the last message to her last night, Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. It's now 10 a.m. on Thursday. I don't think I'll hear back from her at this point and I won't reach out back out, but I'm wondering if I should just should not have sent the message at all. I've been in similar situations before and usually have a mindset that I'd rather reach back out that way it's clear to me based on someone's uh, response or lack thereof so I guess he reached out again and didn't get an answer and now it's Thursday at 10 a.m. so we're assuming she kind of bailed what do you think did he oh, do yeah, the Jared, right you thing see,
1: you see that there's one more message after she said yes so from Sunday at 5 26 oh. she said yes and then he did the follow up which I guess was Thursday
0: oh I didn't see that one is that uh, oh
1: the third one
0: that's the third one
1: it says, are the travels going well so far this week?
0: Oh, I see that. Why is it coming up so small amount? Okay, so he wrote, are the travels going well so, so far this week? And he got no response to that.
1: I mean, the first thing I would say is, like, I totally agree that these messages are ambiguous. Like, when I see her messages, like, she uses exclamation mark. Hey, fun. So that makes mm. it seem like she's interested. And also when she says, I'm heading to Mellow soon with some friends to watch the game, like, doesn't that sort of seem like a kind of an invite, like she's letting him know where and she's like reinforcing that they have this thing in common of watching football.
0: Yeah, I I, I took it as a positive conversation mm-hmm. that I took it as like uh toe in the water. I, I I like she was kind of I think what he has to remember is that people are gonna give people chances that are mm. that they enjoy. You know, like I I, and it's kind of in the realm of the the maximizer type, like she's doing a little bit of maximizing here. She's like met a nice guy. He's friends with my girl uh, w- with my girlfriend's boyfriend. I'll respond to the text. Yeah. Uh, and then he's I mean, he kind of. He didn't really like he didn't really glow up his text. He did kind of just go, do you want to go dinner with me this week? I love it. it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, rereading these messages again, like this is one of the many things that's frustrating about modern dating is like we're all in this like nebulous, ambiguous space where it's like, do I think you're attractive? Am I interested Mm. in you? And we like have all these balls in the air. And it's like, actually, I just want to give this guy like a round of applause because he just shot his shot. He said, do you want to go to dinner with me this week? It's like I like I met you last night. I'm interested in you, and I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh, do you like maybe want to do a group hang? He, this is to totally. very secure behavior. Do you want to go to dinner with me this week? And then she introduces the ambiguity. I travel for work during the week. He didn't say on a weekday. Like he's really yeah. trying. I think I, she's I, being I, ambiguous. I,
0: I I agree with you. I think she that's kind of back to the point of like she's doing the why would she respond with like the exclamation point and the yeah. plans. It's a, like she's keeping this going a little bit mm-hmm, while she mm-hmm. makes the decision. Cause she hasn't made it yet. And it seemed, and I want to answer mm-hmm. his question. I sent mm-hmm. the last message to her last night, Wednesday at 8 30 PM. It's now 10 AM Thursday. I don't think I'll hear back from her at this point. I won't reach back out, but I'm, I think it's fine to not reach back out. Yeah. I think that's the correct yeah. move, but I'm correct. wondering if I, if, if I should not have sent that last message at all. I just, I think he absolutely should have get your answer. Also, His second message, how's the work week going, is vulnerable because he's following up. Mm, Do you know what I mean?
1: I have a different take, which is basically here would be my advice for him. I would say, like, first of all, 10 out of 10 out of just saying, like, do you want to get together for dinner this week? I like Mm. that. Very secure. You shot your shot. The next part, when she's ambiguous, you know, is a little hard, but I think his follow up text, instead of getting into more like ambient text, back and forth, he just could have said like, hey, I know you travel a lot during the week. Um, I've been really wanting to check out this charcuterie place. What sure. are you doing Sunday for brunch? And so I think a big way to get out of this calendar limbo is you get specific. You say, I wanna to go to this place at this time on this day and the person can then counter with a different day or time or they tell you they're not interested. But just saying, how are your travels going? Like Then you just get into this nonstop texting that we're all totally. so sick of.
0: And, and it gives her a chance to be as ambiguous as she was before. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so your advice, and, I, and I, you have brought me to your corner. I totally agree. Your advice is basically to say is to to get to ask more definitively. So, you know, like, so you let someone know, like, like, I'm sure this would be surprising to him And it's easy advice to give Harder to take Sure He's probably sitting there being like I don't know if I should have even sent That ambiguous text You're saying And I agree with you No Send A text that Actually defines What you're looking for even more
1: at this point, I would say leave this conversation and move on now it's because time. now she, it's time to yeah, leave. yeah, for, this one is, you know, this one is done. He expressed interest. She doesn't seem that interested. She hasn't responded in a few days. Move on. But my advice Total. for him next time is continue what you did in the beginning of just being really direct. Can I take you to dinner this week? And then mm-hmm. if you're basically sitting in ambiguity being like, is it that she's not free or that she's not interested? Well, you know the information that she's free on the weekends. So mm-hmm. ask her about a specific day at a specific time at a specific place and then her answer will tell you yes she's interested in you she just wasn't free or no she's not interested in you period
0: totally so i mean if we were to like to put this into beats it would be you shoot your shot if you get ambiguity one more shot
1: clarify yeah
0: clarified shot that would based on the information you have and then it's done then you've done your piece because we we also want to make sure that we release from it. We want to make sure people don't do the thing where it's hey, 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 where the... well How come you haven't got back to me? Which that is kind of the... That's where we head into the danger zone of these things and we're trying to like, you know, give people the you know the chance to get turned down here
1: maybe i'm just look i like texting i love texting i text all the time but Mm -hmm. if i open my phone and i saw other travels going well so far this week i'm just like oh what am i gonna (laughs) do the flight was boring (laughs) like i ate a good dinner like i don't want to have that conversation like let's get off the texting app whatever let's actually meet up see if we have a vibe like texts like this are what makes everyone hate dating
0: Especially with the guy that you're not generally just not excited about to begin with. You know, uh, maybe <laughs> <J-Train>, that's right. <laughs> J train podcast at Jima <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com here with Logan Uri. Logan Yuri <laughs> at Logan Urie on Instagram. How to not die alone. Go, go, go. Get the book. Get the book. Get the book. Logan slash quiz. Three dating tendencies. Go take the quiz right now. We'll do one more. Is that OK? Yeah,
1: I'm having so much fun. Okay,
0: great. Um, Listen, screenshot email. Morning algebra and sharing your number on apps. Oh, this seems like something I would like. Okay. Okay, good. J Train and esteemed guests. I love the pod and all you do. And I'm excited to see you in D.C. this weekend. So this is from a little bit farther back. D.C. was fun. Thank you for coming. Happy you had a good time. I'm sure she did. Feather, Feather. My friend sent me this attached screenshot. Uh, my friend sent this attached screenshot to me, and I would love your hot take on this method of sharing your phone number. Also, what does it say about my friend for asking for help in solving it? Sincerely, apparently I'm a math tutor now. So let's go to the screenshots.
1: I like that sign off. Okay, yeah, which one's first? Okay, I think so, the first one is with that the man's name, and then the next one is with the screenshot. of. Okay, got it.
0: Yeah, okay, so... We're learning about important dates in history. Want to be one of them? <laughs> okay, we're in.
1: Okay. I'd love to be. Only one problem. There's something wrong with my phone. It doesn't have your number in it.
0: Ooh, this would be the part in the sitcom where the, the audience... Ooh. <laughs> 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 ah, yes, that is a problem. Well, I hope you're good at math.
1: Sweaty face emoji. No, I'm so glad you have to say this out loud and I don't.
0: Oh, my God. Four (laughs) times... This is... Oh, my God. This guy has to be an engineer. Okay. Four times (laughs) seven plus 253. I mean, we can't give out his number. I mean... Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's basically like a multiplication, then numbers in parentheses with division, and then like plus a number, times a number, plus a number, then... A number times a number to the second power plus three. I mean, I have to look up
0: PEMDAS to like what do this equation. What is that again? Equation.
1: PEMDAS. PEMDAS
0: was the, in mathematics and computer program, the order of operations is a collection yeah, yeah. of rules that reflect. Yeah, I just Googled it. Um, Wait, remind to, me
1: what it is. Is it parentheses? PEMDAS. What's yeah. E? Paren- uh, Let's C see if you guys... Exponential... It, 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 is that Almost. that right? Expo, exponent exponents. I love that I have
0: the answer and I get to test the um, Harvard multiplication, graduate. Multiplication,
1: <laughs> division, addition, subtraction. What was the yep, E? You
0: got it, exponents.
1: Oh, exponents, okay, that's what I was yeah, trying yeah, to get at. You, okay, yeah. So the order parentheses. is, parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, and then there's a little face. What's that face doing? What's the emoji?
0: So he says, don't forget. Oh, he even wrote, don't forget about PEMDAS. And yeah. then the emoji is, it looks like a... Like a sneeze? A sneezing one. Uh, yeah, okay. Also, this you're smarter s- than me. So I, I, oh, so then, so then oh, this so is then the she, screenshot okay. of the text. This is the friend. <laughs> So the friend then sent this to the, to the emailer. Also, you're smarter than me, so I need your help with something. And then the 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 email Oh, wrote, oh What's I think up? we
1: re- we we wrote them. We read them backwards. It was the girl who had sent the number like that. That's really funny. I got okay.
0: it. That's really funny. So then the funny. friend
1: says, "Help me figure out what this girl's number is." Lmao. Okay, I mean, this is my style. Like, I love this. I used to yeah. have on my profile, "Send me a riddle," because I was like. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take the effort to like think of a riddle or Google a riddle? Plus, even if I don't like you, at least I got to think about a fun riddle and it was something different. And I feel like, oh, my gosh, I actually just really love this because, Jared, there's this concept called the IKEA effect, which is what it sounds like, which is like if you just get a piece of furniture, you value it some amount, but if you actually build that furniture, you value it so much more. Cause you're like, I put my own effort into it. And so when we put effort into something, we value it more. So this guy having to work for her phone number, what he says to himself is um, I must, oh, this is also overcoming cognitive dissonance, but it's like, uh, I had to put work into getting her phone number. That must mean I really like her, because why would I put effort into something I don't want? Therefore, I want it, and so I actually think it's like a crazy psychological thing that will make this person like this girl more.
0: I I, I listen. That that all makes sense to me. <laughs> that I, I I totally agree with that. I think anything you work for, you uh, end up mm-hmm. you know cherishing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I I I think it's funny that we assumed we we did gender this in a we way that, like, <laughs> that did. we absolutely did i mean we, i we think totally the person flip-floss. also
1: has an ambiguous an ambiguous name but i do too yes. right logan can be a guy but we did gender this for sure
0: and and, and just i i just with the math stuff i just immediately thought it was a male engineer for like sure. i just like for there was sure. like no way around and which apologies but also hilarious um but also here's the thing <laughs> i i don't i'm not going to sit here and advise everyone to create some sort of math equation to get their right. number like I don't think that but this fits the tone of the conversation yes yes it yes, fits, yes, yes. It, 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 it obviously fits this person yes they're telling you very much who they are like I'm not gonna tell if you're not this type of person don't yes. be this type of person yes but be I spiky do thi-
1: and some people will like you and some people don't don't be the person that everyone likes because then no one will be super excited about you turn the yes. right people on and the wrong people off
0: so, this is to, the, to that point, like this is gonna get this person excited if they're down yeah. to do the equation. And I, you know, it, it didn't come out of left field because they did the fun, like we're learning about important dates in history. Of course, He's playing they're playing along, nerds. one problem. I, yeah, they're being they're nerdy, being nerds. and I love that. I and love I think it. so, I, I love the way of getting this person's number just for the fact that it matches mm-hmm. what we have in front of us.
1: It's it stands out. It's not boring. It's on mm. brand. It's spiky. And you know what? If the person wrote back, "Is your number, you know, two o three da 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 da," and that mm-hmm. was wrong, the person would give them the right number. Like this isn't the end of the yeah. conversation. <laughs> this is just <laughs> yeah. a fun game. They're being playful. And like Jared, this is the problem. I'm saying everything is a problem with modern dating. Sure. But like, but that's okay. But, uh, one of the big problems with modern dating is that we treat dates like job interviews. And my advice mm-hmm. is that you should be playful. You should be interactive. That that's what people find joyful is when you're present and you're having a new interaction not when you're repeating the same small talk bs that you repeat all the time and so mm-hmm. this is a very particular way of being playful and some people would be like oh gross and other people would be like yes this is the person for me and so i advise people listening come up with your version of this even if it's not mathematical
0: you know they have that prompt on hinge that is like you're my type of weird if
1: oh yeah i and love that
0: I, I, it's a good prompt but it gets wasted a lot of time. a lot mm-hmm. of times it'll be like you're my type of weird if you, you put mushrooms on pizza and it's like yeah 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 it's like yeah. how about a little thought how yeah. about you use that one and you get very weird like this is a yeah. weird way to give a number but if someone can figure it out or if someone mm-hmm. plays along they're your type of
1: weird I love like that. that's part do of that. you have so, a good do you have a good answer off the top of your head for that I'm thinking about mine nothing j- jumps to mind for my me.
0: type of weird from I mean you're my type of weird um I don't know I, I mine would all be gross and stupid toilet humor right off the bat that's like my first <laughs> thought um I'll eat the tails of a shrimp I like the ta- the, shrimp- the shrimp tails.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's great because even if the person isn't into that, they can be like, what? That's so weird. Or they can be like, where I'm from? We always do that. Like, it's a jumping off point. It's just, I was looking at so many profiles last night and I know this is like dating app 101, but it's like, mm. I don't care that you're looking for good conversation. I don't care that you like to travel. I don't care that you no, like to cook. Like, be shit. specific, be yes. weird. And maybe that's like, maybe... That's like our TLDR from this conversation is be your type of weird.
0: Yeah, this is the the, this this phone number is weird. It's quirky. It is something that's like I would look at it and go, I have a headache. I got to go. But like, but it's going to work for somebody.
1: I would love it. I would like text like a guy friend and be like, "Oh, I found like my dream guy. He sent me a math <laughs> riddle. Can you help me with it?" Not even that I would know how to do it like initially like for myself, but I would just be like, "I like that this person is engaging me." And totally. so it would work for me, it wouldn't work for you. So come up with the thing that expresses your type of weird. Boom.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Logan, Yuri, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic.
1: The time flew by. I had so much fun.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. Everyone go follow Logan on Instagram. She's putting up nuggets like she's given out here on the podcast every day at logan yuri how to not die alone is the book you go buy it right now logan if you're just like maybe i'll buy the book start with the test it's a free quiz you can find out who you are as a dater it is logan slash quiz the three dating tendencies i'm jared freed we're here every monday and thursday with your emails your stories your questions we'll be back next episode boom